Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my beautiful wife. Are you looking real good? Looking like a whole snack. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it is another, yet another episode of the Black Mary to Death Free podcast. Now, I'm really excited about this content today, Shara, that we're going to be talking about because, you know, uh, we're very passionate about this. I'm not going to give it away yet because Shara is going to kind of uh, drive this ship today. But- oh, my goodness. I think if you listen to our podcast, not that you'd be able to predict it, but somebody out there will be able to. Yes. Now, Shire, let me ask you this. How is your day? How how, how are you today uh, before we really get into the particulars? I said I was well. Yeah, nothing crazy happening. Nothing nope. work. <laughs> All right. Well, Shire, let's get into it because uh, we're talking housing market, man. This housing market is lit. It L- is. L-I-T. It is very lit. And it's so lit that a lot of people are considering the benefits of renting and possibly becoming a lifelong renter and being okay with that. Yeah. And so there was an article that was published on Bloomberg and it was titled America should become a nation of renters. And so I looked at that article and just wanted to pull out some of the highlights and just kind of Pick your brain about it. Um, Some of the ideas that came up in that article. Should America become a nation of renters? It's not saying that America is a nation of renters. Rather, it's making a suggestion that this is what uh, we should do. And this should be the new norm. And so um, one of the reasons is because of the rising Uh, price of a home. I mean, it has just gone through the roof. And so what do you think about that, Marcus? Um, Should we get on the bandwagon with that because of the fact that there are rising house prices? Well, anyone who's listened to me on this podcast knows where I stand. Anyone who follows me on Instagram knows exactly where I stand on this. Heck nah. Uh, but, the, but it is, it has, the prices are increasing. Yes. And uh, I read some article uh, that said, I'm sorry, I'm trying to, I was trying to f- recalibrate and find it. Uh, but anyway, homes have grown. The, the price, the average price of a home in the United States uh, has increased tremendously. And especially within the last couple months. But with that said, there's, it's still possible to find gems out there. But, how so and where are the gems one must look but i will say this that just think about if you would have purchased see we're having a we're having this conversation now and and a lot of times yeah it's it's a little late in the game now because the market is reacting but what if you took our advice six months ago 
What if you followed that urge to purchase a year ago, but you said, nah, nah. And, and I think that that's the way it is with, with markets. You can never time it. You can never time it. You know, um, not saying that you should go out and get one now, but I'm just saying the best time to buy a house is now, you know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. maybe not literally, but you, you don't want to wait because you've missed not only did you miss the opportunity and the home home prices have risen, but you missed the opportunity to gain equity, you know? So it's just my philosophy is buy over rent. Uh, and when I read articles like this, it's just taking you, it's just more propaganda to, to, to keep you renting. Well, there's more meat on the bone. And give, I give think that shine. we need to examine the full argument before we go there. But to counter what you've said, I think hindsight is always twenty twenty. I mean, if I would have known about or if I would have put effort or thought into uh, certain investments, I, I would have been buying Bitcoin. You right. know what I'm saying? So I think that 2020 is, I mean, it's relevant, but I don't know if it's that fair of an argument. I mean, that is how it's going to be. So it's like. My thing is, if you wait now, you're essentially attempting to time the market. You're saying it's going to get lower. It's going to get lower. And then six months from now, what if it's not lower and you miss that opportunity? What if it's it's grown? A a primary, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. But a primary resident, it's not just like an investment. Like I'm investing in the stock market. Like this is where I'm going to live. This is where I'm going to raise my family. So. So there's more, there's more emotions, yeah. there's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So anyway, so in terms of rising house prices, and I feel everything that you were saying, but I think in addition to what you're saying, we need to consider the reason why house prices fluctuate. They fluctuate because one reason being is supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Okay. And COVID-19 has really exaggerated this. There's less houses on the market because folks are concerned that when they sell the house that they're in, they're they wondering if they're going to be able to find something else. Okay. Yeah. So less inventory is going to always equal h- higher home prices. Additionally, new construction is down. And part of that is because of the rising cost of materials. It costs more to build a house and um, lumber is more, steel is more, copper is more. And so these factors contribute to rising prices. Um, But I don't think that this alone means that America needs to become a nation of renters. And so let's continue on to another argument. Ooh, I got something. Well, I got a lot to say on this now. I know. I'm you're trying to give me everything. Tongue. You're trying to give me everything. In one. Okay, so we're going to keep it moving. Ooh. So another um, consideration that this particular article brought up is that houses are priced high relative to rent. And so the, the point that the author was making was that in some cases, um, the lower your monthly payment would actually be lower if you rent it. So is this a good reason for uh, Americans to become a nation of renters? Like, what are your yeah. thoughts on that? Uh, I think this is all, this has been an ongoing debate and will be the ongoing debate. And, and it's one of the best points that the renter side has is that, well, what if it's cheaper to rent? And I totally agree to that. Also, you know, you're not coming out of pocket, a huge down payment when you're renting, you're just starting from, my rent's $2,000. Here's $2,000. It's not, I have to give you 20% down or, you know, 
uh, 3.5% down and then start paying rent. So I get that argument, but you know, statistics have shown that the equity that you would gain in, uh, purchasing a home as opposed to the money you save being a renter. A lot of times you're not taking that money that you saved, not paying a down payment and you're not taking that and investing it. So when you buy a house, you're, you're literally being forced to be, become an investor because your house will grow in equity. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Back to your question. What about the lower prices of rent as opposed to mortgage? I think that is such a relevant thing because um, when we purchase our primary residence, we put down 20% and it was so much money. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we didn't have the equity um, from our first home purchase, it would be very difficult for us to get into the place that we're in now. So I think that that argument, like I hear it, it's relevant. Um, of course, you know plenty of people in that predicament right. is coming up with that down payment. Um, and then the monthly payment they're saying is higher. And I think that will depend um, upon where you live. Yeah. In that's the all country. about location. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the bottom line for this one, because I, I know you and I were on the same page and the bottom line for this one is that an investor would be reluctant to rent out a property at a loss. And so, um, the renter, whether or not they want to acknowledge it or think of it uh, with this mindset. Um, but the bottom line is that the renter is actually paying the mortgage. Exactly. So the mortgage has someone else's name on it, but the renter is still paying a a mortgage. So this idea of should we just all become renters, and I'm biased, and I admit that, Um, but this idea of should we all become renters, you can rent, but you are paying a mortgage. Yes. You are paying a mortgage. So I think that would be my counter argument to that. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, trying not to cut you off. Another counter to that is that you, when you, when you lock in a mortgage and we preach, you know, lock in your rate, lock in oh, your, all those things yet. like you're that. You're jumping ahead, Marcus. I might be, Sha, I might be. <laughs> you you know what your payment's going to be. Yeah. I, I buy, I, I got, I get into a mortgage. I'm paying $2,500. Yeah. That may be higher than 2,200 that I can do, uh, get for renting a home of similar size, but I know it's $2,500 into perpetuity. I'm not ever going to have to, you know, have a rent increase when I'm on a mortgage, but rent increases, you know, they're going to happen. Why? Because this is a business. And if, uh, they're increasing rents in the area, I'm going to jump mine up too. You know what I mean? If I'm at, if I add value to the home as a landlord, I'm going to increase my prices, you know? And so you're always wrestling with that as a renter too, is that you're never a hundred percent solid in the price you're going to pay for rent. It's going to go up with inflation. It's going to go up with different things like that. Right. So it, what say you? I mean, it really does depend on your on your landlord. And yes. I remember I used to listen to a lot of um, podcasts from another uh, group that would talk about investing a lot. And they talked about going up on rents like every year. And so... I mean, we don't ne- we don't necessarily do that as investors, but there are people. That's or, a part of their strategy. That's a part of their strategy to go up, 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 up. Uh, maybe we should be going up, 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 up. You know, I don't know. But okay, so I think we kind of tackled that. Um, I understand it. I understand that sometimes rent it might be cheaper to rent. There is a huge barrier to entry for home ownership. 
Um, but at this point, I'm still not convinced that America should become a nation of renters. Yeah. Okay, so the next one you're kind of jumping into, and the article talks about house prices, they fluctuate. They go up, they go down. And... Um, and so that was one of the arguments for not buying a home. Right now, the prices are really high. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would counter that by saying that what what you just said, Marcus, about the cost of rent fluctuating and that a mortgage does provide predictability yes. that renting does not. Granted, if you have a mortgage, you will have to account for repairs. You know, you'll have to take care of that on your own. And that is an additional expense. Um, but for the most part, you know, your monthly expense with a mortgage is predictable. Um, and uh, the other thing is that, you know, mortgages can take up, you know, quite a bit of your income each month, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but for a lot of people, that burden of a mortgage decreases over time because as you age, generally you're making more money. Right. So looking at the average income of someone that's 25, like the, the age bracket of 25 to 34, the average income is 43000 versus someone that's 35 to 44, the average income is around 53000 mm-hmm. So there you see a 10% increase um, in income. And yeah. so that helps as well with, you know, with having a mortgage for some folks that might, um, ease some of the, of the concerns is that really over time, this thing is not so big and it's not so huge. It's not so scary because you've grown, um, you've grown in your career. Your earning potential has expanded. Yes. So one of the other comments, um, that was in the article was around luck around only some people being lucky to own a home and I understand that having a house you know is it's a blessing you have a place yeah. to live you know you have shelter you know that's wonderful but this idea of luck uh-huh. um, being a factor in home ownership is something that I also wanted to to talk about so should America become a nation of renters because only some people are lucky to own a home no and that is a what we love to call here is a limiting belief right uh luck you know that 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 gives you an out that gives you an excuse well i'm just unlucky well that person was lucky he was lucky to do this you know those are limiting beliefs i mean by definition you're 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 putting a limit on who can have this because Mm -hmm. some people are obviously luckier than others right so when you when you put that blanket luck on it 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 gives you a way of escape and it gives you reason to well that's why i haven't accomplished it i just haven't been lucky right enough to and i yeah put the work in you know do what you have to do right um and you can do it too it's it's not about luck it's about mindset first and then it's about action second it's it's really that simple I'd like to take a few seconds to chat with you about Savvy Debt Payoff Planner. It's a debt payoff plan that also has a zero-based budget. What I like is that Savvy created its own method called the Savvy Debt Payoff Method. 
It's a personalized debt payoff method that combines Snowball and Avalanche methods. So you have the psychological benefit of Snowball and interest savings in an Avalanche. Now word on the street is that it's also developing a side hustle calculator where you can see side hustles tailored to your interests. And you know we love side hustles. You can find Savvy Debt Payoff Planner on both Apple and Android. Now back to the show. I really like how you just put all of that um, together. Um, I also interpret it as being a, lim a limiting belief, right? Mm -hmm. You think that it's for someone else and it's not for you. So, you know, if you're in that boat to just say, I'm not lucky enough to have a home, you know, do what you got to do to reverse that type of thinking. Yeah, and sure. I mean, check, check, check this, this out here. Uh, you know, while it would have been more advantageous to buy a home in 2008, when the median uh, home price was 180,000, you know, and it is now 269,000 in 2020 in 2021, uh, you know, I substitute that luck for planning and preparation. Yes, that's a you quote from I mean? Wifey. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Sean. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I mean, what happened in 2008? I mean, that that feels like a long time ago, yeah. but for some of us, it doesn't feel that far off. Yes. And that, you know, I remember before that housing prices were climbing up to, you know, around where they are now. Yes. I don't know if it was, I, I don't, I, I would have to go back. I think it's a back. bit higher now. Sorry, it's probably a little honest. bit higher. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm leaning towards. But I remember there was a point in time where I never thought I would be able to afford a home. That yes. was before this journey we were on now. And so um, we were qualifying for loans. We knew we did not have the money to, mm -hmm. we, we could not even afford, but we were getting pre-approved left and right, but we we didn't act on it. Yeah. And lo and behold, here comes 2008, 2009. The market was extremely low and we were able to buy um, a condo. And um, you can tell by the statistic, looking at the median home price in 2008 to 2021, I mean, it's, I mean, it's staggering. Yeah. It's staggering. Yeah. So. It's almost a $100,000 increase. Almost. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anywho, going back to the idea around luck, planning is key. Being prepared is key. Yes. And don't worry about timing of the real estate market. Think about the timing of in your life. Yes. Is this the right time for you? And I think that we'll get into that a little bit more. But another reason that they talked about was uh, mobility, that um, America should become a nation of renters because when you rent, you have flexibility um, to move. Maybe you're a young professional. Um, you want to have that flexibility to, you know, pick up and go across the country uh, to take on a new career opportunity uh, to be closer to loved ones for various reasons. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? The benefit of being mobile and I have my own idea, but what, I mean, what are your yeah. just initial thoughts on that? Yeah. I know a lot of individuals who, who travel, you know, I'm not a traveler. Um, me and Shire, unfortunately, yeah, for whatever reason, we just, we're just real homebodies. I mean, I would love to do more traveling and I think we will do that. Um, but I know individuals that just live for travel and they want to be able to get out and go see different countries and this and that. And I think that you can do that and still have a home base. I think, man, we're a plane ride away, a four hour plane ride away from 
anywhere in the country and a 10 hour plane ride to anywhere in the world, you know, so or most places in the world. But I think that this is a I don't see this as a, as a valid reason because you want to be mobile. It's yeah. as simple as how many. I mean, we, we laugh about this. We've bought and sold. We've made probably six. I think we're at six home transactions total. Mm-hmm. They're not that complicated. Are they stressful? Yes. Is moving stressful? Yes. But it's it's as simple as listing your home, selling it, and moving to another location. You right. know, transferring that equity. Transferring the equity with you. That's what we did when we moved from this home. The equity that you gain goes with you. Mm-hmm. It either sits in your bank account or it transfers to your next, uh, you know, your next home in your next location. So I think we we make it harder than what it is and say I I don't want to get locked down. You're, a home and a mortgage isn't a aren't handcuffs. You can sell that home and you can purchase a home in an area where you want to live. And it's it's really it can happen. I mean, Quickly. escrow is what thirty to forty-five days. It's not really that complex. I think we make it harder than it is. Moving from a rented place is is the logistics are very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, other Moving than is escrow, a pain. It's Moving a pain is a pain either, either in general. Yeah, I would even um, add to that thought. Um, and say that work the working landscape is changing. Um, a, a lot of jobs now are offering flexibilities yes. for remote work. So I guess it really depends on your industry. So that's another counter um, argument to this idea of mobility. And then um, the other thing is why not keep the home? Why not keep it in a rented out? And yes. so I was thinking... Um, along the lines of say you have a job offer somewhere else and you're, you're in the middle of a mortgage right now. See if you can connect with a um, property management company in your area. Most of them will come to your house. They'll look around. They'll do a rent assessment. They'll do a rent analysis to let you know how much they could or how much they believe they can get um, for the for renting, you know, your, your home. Right. And so, you know, depending on the stipulation of your loan for a lot of folks, this is a viable option that is completely overlooked because when you have property management in place, they will take care of everything. Yes. Okay. So they, they'll find the renter for you. You don't have to look for a renter. They'll collect the rent for you. They'll have the rental agreement for you. Um, and then, um, you let them know where to place that money. You give them the account that, that you want it to go to. So, so I, I think that there is a way for you to move and still hang on to that property. And then guess what? Over time, the bank, as long as you're cash flowing, the bank will look at that property as income. Income. And so it won't look like, man, I have these, I have a mortgage out already and I can't buy another home, but they'll look at it as, okay, this is a source of income. Correct. And so, um, I would definitely like to counter that with mobility being another limited belief. If you want it to happen, you can make it happen. There are ways, um, to go about it strategically. Yes. And so really the big question that I walked away with, um, with in this article, Americans should become a nation of renters. There you go. That's what I've been waiting for. Yes. I already know that if we do become a nation of renters, who would become the owners? So if individuals aren't purchasing homes, who is, and so we need to address this. And the bottom line is 
it would be corporations. It would be businesses. And um, there was an article in the New, the New York Post that was titled, How Corporations Are Buying Up Houses, Robbing Families of the American Dream. And in 2018, um, one in 10 suburban homes were actually purchased by a corporation. Yes. And the thing about the corporation is that they are willing to pay top dollar for houses. And so we need to think about this for a moment. That if we're not purchasing homes and corporations are, and you're, you don't want to own a home because you want mobility to work for a corporation. So you're working for a corporation, you're renting for a corporation, then what's, what's going on? Let let, let, let me hop in here, Shire, because this, this is, this is what gets my heart pumping is, is this conversation here. If businessmen and businesses and CEOs and and these very important people understand the importance of owning these homes the value the value of owning multiple homes multiple developments right buying businesses blocks. buying blocks see that this is a good investment this is a good purchase why do we as individuals try to put these reasons for not wanting to do the same exactly mobility uh convenience uh, all the things we ran off we ran off how shallow very you know i'm sorry but if the rich are doing something the rich are going right why do we all why do we want to run left right and justify why we're running left come on i'm trying to go right too exactly you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take me out to keep me from going that way too you know what i'm saying and i think we need to put on that mindset. We need to put on that uh, that thought process because if they're seeing value in owner, owning homes and ownership in general, why are we trying to justify not owning? We're trying to look for every reason why it's okay to not own and this and that and that and this. But these people are buying up everything. Right. Th- ask yourself, why is that? Right. Right. What's really going on? What's really on? going on? What's really going on so if corporations are buying homes there's less homes available we were talking about this earlier if there's less homes there's less supply that means higher cost yes so just the fact that they're out there that means there's added costs on us and so when we see articles that are devaluing home ownership when it's so important especially in the black community you have to ask yourself why you have to be able to read between the lines because I clicked on the author of this article and I found out it was a black man and I don't want to personally attack anyone. We are not a, as black people. We are not a monolithic group. There is uh, a diverse array of thoughts and opinions within our community and we want to respect and we want to honor um, all of them. Um, but we need to be able to read between the lines and not glamorize things that inhibit our ability to build wealth. Yes. Because right now we're talking about redlining, but what will we be talking about in 20 years? What will we be talking about in 30 years, in 50 years? We're going to be talking about how the corporations have bought up all the homes and they're not available to, to our grandchildren. So it's so important 
sorry, sweetie, is no. so important to realize what's what season are we in, right? What season am I in personally right now? What season am I in uh, in my job? What season am I in? Is it time for me to, to 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 buy the land? You know, what season am I in right now? That's wisdom. That's wisdom that allows you to read between the lines of propaganda. Let, let, let me say this, Shari. You're saying some good, great things. What land is such a precious and limited resource there will never be any more land created unless they figure out how to get us to live on mars which they working on it but i don't think it's going to happen so there is a finite amount of land and it's just like any other commodity gold uh, oil any other thing that's precious and uh is a natural resource the rich want to buy as much of it as they can and limit regular people from buying it the golden rule is the who has the gold makes all the rules. That's the true golden rule. And what you're seeing is you're seeing that play out when we're talking about owning homes. I mean, why would you not want to own the land in which you sleep? You know what I mean? Uh, to me, I know that we're not all able to. We're all in different places financially. But you have to develop your mind to know that that's what I, you know, I'm shooting for that. Mm -hmm. That's the ultimate goal. I'm not saying you have mm -hmm. to be there now. That's not what we're saying. Right. But to tell yourself that I never want to do that. Right. To me, it's 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 a bit ridiculous. Right. And it was so definitive. Yeah. It wasn't a pose. It was not posed as a question like, should we do this? It was this is what we should do. And then you go to, you know, these certain uh, websites and they have reputation for having credible, you know, information. Um, but they also have a lot of opinion columnists. And yeah. I think that this is what this is. This is one person's take. This is one person's opinion. And so I think we're going to see more of this, though, Shire. Yes. I think we're going to see more. Of this. Let, let, yes. let, me, let, let me read this real quick. I'm just going to read this definition that I want to tell you uh, what the word is. OK. Information, especially of a biased or misleading nature used to promote or publicize a particular cause or point of view mm -hmm. propaganda propaganda we're gonna start to see more of this yes yes where it's telling the millennial generation the gen z give up on it give up on it you got you too much student loans rent. yeah you should just rent and here and here's the beautiful reasons why you should rent you, you you're, you're mobile and and you can do things and you can go and you can travel and so while i'm out traveling spending money there's another guy buying a property and making money and renting it to me and controlling how much I have to pay him to live there. Yeah, I mean, um, oh my goodness. I just thought of that weird movie. The one where you work for a company and they provide you with housing. Oh. Oh, um, you know. Yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, the name the name is slipping my mind. It's slipping, slipping my mind I'm, I'm much, uh, as see. well. But basically... It's like, you know, the sci-fi, somebody know. The sci-fi movie with the guy who's using his white voice or whatever, he moved yeah, the yeah, chain. Yeah. But there was this corporation that provided the housing and you just had to come work for them. And that's kind of like the idea that I get when I hear that corporations are buying up homes. They're buying up neighborhoods. So, so, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> Y'all right? check that out if you want to see a real trippy Ooh, kind of film. Right. So it's a couple years old. But basically, yeah. you know, you go work for a corporation and they own, you know, where you live. So... We just have to stay woke. Stay woke, people. Stay woke. Stay woke. Man. When you read something, don't 
take it as gospel. I mean, even as we talk, be critical of the things that we say. Um, think about it. Think about it deeply yeah. because I'm biased and I'm not afraid to admit that, yeah. you know, um, we have our personal beliefs and our ideas and we're here. We're just spewing them out on you, you know, so so be critical and and come up with the best strategy for you and how you will approach wealth building for yourself and family. Man, that's some good stuff. Shire. Uh, we might have to do a, a part two to this because there's there just the real estate piece in general man we could go 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 on this but uh this was this was great thank you for you know coming up with this uh topic because i think this is really really dope uh any any final thoughts on it Shire? no i i think i said my piece and we want to thank you all for listening to the black married and debt free podcast hope that you have a wonderful and an amazing day and thanks again for listening yep talk to y'all soon Peace. Oh, but before we do go, I, I'm sorry. I almost, I almost let you guys off the hook here. Do us a huge favor. If you love this podcast, go to whatever platform you're listening, listening to this on. Rate us five stars and also leave us a review. Uh, that helps us be more viewable to others. And uh, we really appreciate it. And if you like, you know, this shirt, uh, you can, for our YouTube viewers, you can uh, check out uh, uh, Black Owned Apparel. You can uh, see them in the link below so all right for black married and free this is marcus and this is my lovely wife shira we're out peace bye